Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand Not sure I understand This role I've been given But I wish someone had to talk to me Like I want to talk to you Naked with Adele is about getting real It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. Welcome to another show of Naked with Adele. And today I have a special treat for you. We're going to speak to Nathan McCree. And I'll tell you more about him in one second. Remember why we do this. Why do we speak to experts about the feminine journey. What is it that we as women need to know and make ourselves equal to in order to really stand in our power? There are many different ways that we can relate to our journey depending on where we find ourselves right now. And today's conversation is going to be a stretch for the imagination, but I hope that it will delight you. So let me tell you quickly about Nathan. Nathan is a music composer, an audio director, and a sound engineer. He's a member of the British Academy of Songwriters, Composers, and Authors, and he works in the film, TV, and computer game industry. Credits to him for his work in The Spice Girls and Tomb Raider in 1996. Aside from his formal work, he also delivers specialist music, sound design and production services for live events. And that's big air shows, which includes up to nine hour music and sound effects for work that is already choreographed in live performances. In the Balheim Palace's Fly to the Past air show in 2005 and 2007 and many others that I won't even get to mention today. Nathan, welcome to our show. Hello Adele, thank you very much for having me. So tell us where you find yourself at the moment. So I'm currently living in Brno in the Czech Republic. I've been here for uh, about five years now. I have my studio set up and I work for uh, a number of clients all around the world and also I work for a few Czech companies as well, um, providing, you know, audio, uh, music, sound effects and, and voiceovers as well. So the beauty, of course, is it doesn't matter where you stay. You can work from anywhere, can't you? Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, even with the computer games that I work on, which are quite um, intensive in terms of, you know, implementation, I will run... Uh, what we call a game engine. I can run that on my laptop, and I can connect to their servers, download all the uh, all the assets, all the all the information we need to run the game, and then I can add my assets um, from here, from my studio, and then deliver that to their server. So everything that I'm doing here is exactly the same as if I was sat in their studio, wherever they are, England or America or, or wherever. So you're well accomplished in your industry already and totally overqualified for the little bits of expert knowledge that we're going to draw out of you today. And I'm, I'm curious, you've had success 20 years ago already. And what you're probably most known for, which is composing the music for Tomb Raider, for the icon Laura Croft. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it, it was, uh, it, and it has been, an enjoyable 
ride. Um, I wouldn't say it was what I expected, but certainly it's been enjoyable. You know, um, when when I go to the computer trade shows or you know various other um, computing events, every now and again I get recognised for my face, which is quite extraordinary. <laughs> um, you know, people come up to me and say, "Oh, you're you're Nathan McCree. You did the Tomb Raider music." You know, and and that that always takes me by surprise. You know. It, I'm, I'm never expecting that. It doesn't feel like, you know, I, I'm famous. Um, and so when things like that happen, uh, yeah, it's a reminder that, um, yeah, that, 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 that music and that game is in so many or has been a part of so many people's lives. What was it like for you to touch success at such a young age? And how old were you? Well, if you don't mind to tell us. No, not at all. I'm 46 now, so I was, you know, 26 then. It was it was a surprise when it happened. I wasn't really aware that it was happening at the time. We knew once Tomb Raider had been released, we knew that it was a big hit. You know, we, we went into the games charts at number one, and we were there for quite a long time. So we knew th that that was, you know, big news. And and of course, our boss turned up uh, a few weeks later in a Ferrari. So, you know, we knew we'd, we'd hit the jackpot um, in, in terms of, you know, publicity and public awareness. You know, for me, it was just like writing another game. You know, I'd already written many before Tomb Raider and, and there were more coming up. So it was just like another game in a long line of games. It wasn't really, I suppose, until a few years later that I really started to understand you know, just how many people had, had bought the game and had, and had listened to the music and, mm. and, and, and were fans of the music. You know, I was starting to receive emails on a daily basis, um, and I still do today, from, from people saying how great the music was and how much it's played a part of their lives and, and how they will play it forever and all this kind of thing. So it's been a really lovely experience so far. If you look back on the influence that... Touching Success has had in such a young age for you and not even recognizing it at the time, as you just said, what advice would you give to somebody when they become aware that they become successful overnight? Look after it and nurture it and try and hold on to it for as long as possible. You know, we, we didn't make... You know, as, as staff who were working in the company at the time, you know, we didn't make millions of pounds. Um, it was the company that made the millions of pounds. Yes. We just got our salaries and, you know, a little bit of a bonus for saying thank you for making such an amazing project. So, you know, we weren't rolling in money, but we had a little bit more than your average 26-year-old. But so, it did set you up for a career where you've had success. Yeah. I mean, I, I used my money to buy my studio, um, and I think that was the biggest uh, and best thing that I did. But I also wasted a lot of money. Um, uh, you were 26 years old. Well, this is the thing. Um, you know, I, I was just expecting work to come and land on my lap. And, you know, it didn't. Um, and for two years, I kind of sat there writing music, thinking, oh, yeah, you know, I'll get another job next week. You know, it'll be fine. You know, I've just written the music for Tomb Raider. But that didn't happen. And so for two years, I, I sat there writing music and, and did not get paid a single penny. And so I kind of spent all my money and then decided that I really should start looking for a job. 
<laughs> so my advice <laughs> to any young person that that makes a lot of money, you know, hang on to it, look after it, and don't waste it. You know, in, invest it because it really doesn't last very long. I want to talk to you quite a bit about the link that music makes in the the gaming industry and the impact it has on us and our emotions. But before I get to digging in a little bit deeper there, I just want to talk about the icon of Tomb Raider Mm -hmm. with Laura Croft. What was it that made this game such a big success? I think there were a number of things, really. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, first of all, it was a female main character, you know, the, the character that you played was female. That that was quite new in the games industry. Most of the protagonists were male. Secondly, the Spice Girls had, I think, recently started their journey of success about six months earlier. So there was a, this big sort of wave of girl power which was happening in the UK, uh, certainly. And so when... Uh, Lara Croft came out, and she she's this very sort of strong, willful person. She's very intelligent. She's very classy, and she's got a pair of guns <laughs> strapped to her legs. In more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, she she was a very powerful woman, and and I think she rode on the back of the girl power uh, wave that the Spice Girls had started. Um, so I think that really helped. But also, um, in terms of the sort of gaming technology, um, we were doing something with Tomb Raider which nobody else had done in the games industry before, and that was you could see your character on screen as opposed to looking through the eyes of your character. Now you were the camera was positioned behind your character, so you could see Lara Croft on screen, and she was reacting with a 3D world as as we call it. There there had been other games where you where we've got like a 2D world. So the the players move left to right and when they come into contact with each, with each other they hit each other. Okay, but they only move left to right. This was the first time where you could move forwards, backwards, left and right, up and down and you also saw your character. That was wow. the difference. So you were you were walking around and exploring these 3D worlds and and watching your character, you know, climb up cliff faces and and climb up ropes and jump and fight all these monsters but in this 3D environment. That that was the big difference. With all these new things at play, people who are really buying into the competitiveness of gaming are now actually able to live themselves and associate much deeper with the characters. You've done that with the technology. Plus, you've brought in a female aspect, an icon, which if you're a male, has a completely different effect on you, I'm yes. sure. Yes. And it obviously opened up the market. Yeah, indeed. Which is a big part of the success. Yes, exactly. That's, that's another part of it. <coughs> um, you know, because we had a female uh, protagonist, this was something that the girl gamers who had previously not been a part of the demograph that we were selling to, suddenly all the female gamers uh, were interested in Tomb Raider because here, here was a character which they could aspire to and live up to. And, and, and so suddenly we doubled our market. You know, we weren't just selling to the 15-year-old boys anymore. Suddenly we were selling to all the 15-year-old girls as well. So that, in turn, you know, h- helped the game 
uh, become a success. And then, of course, the market was ready for this. Yes, exactly, because of the Spice Girls. You know, the, you know, the, all the, all the young girls were 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 loving this movement. You know, um, and I think also, you know, I think the feminists um, also paved the way because, you know, I remember in the 90s there was all this talk about the 90s man helping with with the female chores around the house and sort of becoming more a sort of 50-50 partnership in the home and so i think that also helped you know um yes we were challenging the roles of gender yes exactly exactly and that was big in europe at the time especially because europe went there first before yeah. everybody else. Yeah, and so you see, before, you know, it wasn't really cool for girls to play computer games. It was really a boy's thing. And now suddenly, you know, it was cool for girls to play. And, oh, by the way, the boys were playing a female character. That barrier of, you know, oh, it's only, it's a boy's thing to play computer games. Suddenly that was broken. And um, and, and the market opened up. And, and the, you know, we'll, we'll never go back to how it was. It, it's certainly changed forever. Are you secret? fantasizing about another life I've been to Georgia and California and anywhere I could run took the hand of a preacher man and we made love in the sun but I ran out of places and friendly faces because I had to be Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand, not sure I understand, this road I've been given, but I wish someone had a talk. It's choosing to remove the mask and reaching within to bear your soul. Now I see if I wear a mask, I can fool the world, but I cannot fool my heart. It's about women staying true to who they are. Naked with Adele is about getting real. It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. So I let down my guard, drop my defenses down by my clothes. I'm learning to fall with no safety net to cushion the now start those deep, long, overdue conversations with yourself. I'm your mind, giving you someone to talk to. Hello. And once you make up your mind, the journey begins. I've made up my mind. Don't need to think it over If I'm wrong, I am right Don't need to look no further I'm Adele Green And this empty chair next to me Is just for you Come and join me Register 
for your membership free. To get this show and many resources at www.adel-green.com or you can tweet her at Naked with Adele.